It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Who do you think is the hardest person to get a gift for in your family? It's, it's dad. Yeah, it's definitely our dad. <laughs> Why? It's hard to, like, parse what he wants. I don't know. Okay, what do you think? You know how you, like, some people have, like, tech dads who, like, you can always rely on, like, getting them the latest tech thing and, like, they'll always love that and always, like, get into that. But dad doesn't really have, like, hobbies, really. And it's not like he's, like, he's not, like, a tools kind of guy either, so you can't, yeah. like, you know, there's nothing to, like, update. He's got what he's got and he's happy with that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. In, a, in such a way that it's like, these are my things. These are the things that I want, and I have them. So he's like one of those people that it's like, well, what else do you want? <laughs> ah, tis the season. This is my colleague Danielle Hewitt and her sister Kayla. There's one more Hewitt sister who couldn't make it, but they all go through this every year ahead of the holiday season. It always turns into this emotional roller coaster because they can't ever seem to figure out what to get their dad. Men are hard to shop for. I mean, maybe you know the perfect thing to get guys in your life, and maybe they genuinely appreciate it too. But me? I have no idea where to start. I don't even know what I want as a gift. So how do you shop for guys? And why can't so many guys like me help point you in the right direction? Hello, and welcome to Man Up. I'm your host, Eamon Ismail, and on this show, we break open problems big and small about manhood. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This week, we're talking about how hard it can be to shop for men. But if you don't think it's a problem, listen to what happens when I went outside of New York and asked guys what they wanted for Christmas. What would be like the perfect gift for you on Christmas? Mmm. Uh... It's cool. I'd love, uh, what would be, like, the perfect gift for Christmas for you? For me? <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Like, uh, for cause me? Because that, uh, that's a hard question. Um, uh, what would be, like, the best Christmas present for you? Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you, uh, what do you want for Christmas? What do I want for Christmas? That's, that's the hardest question in the world. Um, yeah, not a great look. Honestly, I can see why this gets so stressful to folks like Danielle and Kayla. And it seems obvious there's something deeper going on here. What do you wish your dad would do to make this whole process easier? I, um, I kind of, I, I, I guess this is a cop-out, but if he could just be like, 
these are the things I've been into this year. Mm. Yeah. These are things that I would enjoy. Yeah, because I think our dad travels a bunch, mm-hmm. and, like, now we're all out of the house. So it's like, I don't know what he's up to. Like, we talk, but it's like, you know, you don't get those, like, moments where you're like, ah, that's, you, like, oh, see him in action, yeah. and you're like, that's what I'm going to get him, mm. you know? So yeah. it's like, it's that, and, like, I don't know, just, like, as Kayla said, have a thing. Have a <laughs> yeah. thing. Just make like, my life easier and have a thing where I can buy you a bunch of things, and then it'll yeah. be, yeah. like, if he was, Start like, a collection model of trains some kind. or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I could just buy them. That would make a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. Just buy them the latest Hot Wheels and just exactly. let me know how that goes. <laughs> exactly. I think the hardest problem is really just guys just have no idea what they want. I feel like they don't know what they want, and they don't want to admit admit like it's like a weird pride thing to be like i don't want anything i'm fine i'm good yeah listen (laughs) (laughs) this is already starting to feel impossible i hear what they're saying but if my wife came to me and asked me what i wanted for a gift right now i'd probably just stare at her if anyone can give us some kind of guidance it's got to be mickey Thank you for coming. My pleasure. I always forget to do that. I always just jump into the questions. <laughs> Let's start with the pleasantry, shall we? So, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How okay. are you? Are we are we done with that? We're good with that. Yeah. Okay, cool. moving on. Meet Mickey Onverall. As of last year, she was promoted to head honcho and CEO of the men's clothing brand Bonobos. Figuring out what men shop for, what men really want, is literally her job. So, what do men want as gifts? That feels like a gajillion dollar question. I feel like I just put the spotlight on you. You did. Yeah. It's really bright, particularly first thing in the morning. <laughs> Listen, I think buying for men is really hard. Mm. I mean, I struggle with it. I market to men every day of the week for a career, and I still struggle with Wait. what to buy my dad, my brother, my husband. Wait, mm. what? If you struggle with it, well, then aren't we all screwed? <laughs> so why do you think it's so hard? I think it's hard because two things. One, I think men are terrible at articulating what they want. You're right. I'm right. I know. It's, <laughs> like, it's like I know men. I think the second thing is is that when you think about a gift that a man really loves, mm-hmm. it's usually related to something that they are deeply passionate about. Mm. And nine times out of ten, if they have the means and they're passionate about it, they go get it for themselves. Mm-hmm. And in my case, that normally happens a week before my husband's birthday. And I'm like, now I'm really (laughs) stuffed because now that thing I was going to get him, I can't anymore. Do you remember what you were going to get him? Well, this happens all the time. So this happened most recently with the Apple Watch, the new Apple Watch. It's my husband's birthday tomorrow, actually. (gasps) And so I was going to get him the Apple Watch. And then he just went and bought it himself? And then he went and bought (laughs) it himself. (laughs) So, frankly, I actually don't have a backup plan right now, and I've got about 24 hours to figure it out. So, is shopping for men generally more difficult? Like, generally? Yes, I think it is generally more difficult, because men are real creatures of habit. Hmm. And what I mean by that is, if a man finds a brand he loves, he's going to stick with it. If a man finds a an experience or a passion or a hobby, he sticks with it. Mm-hmm. And so, quite honestly, you run out of gifts. Do you know what I mean? If someone's passionate yeah, about technology, yeah. it sort of runs out after a while. And then I think the other thing that makes it really hard is, in my experience, um, men are what I like to call surgical strikers. So oh. that is, if they need something, 
they will go search for it and they will go buy it. There's not the same thing that you have with women where it's about the experience of unwrapping the gift and it's about does it look pretty, does it smell nice, does it make me smell nice, does it make me look pretty? And so there's this sort of very different dynamic when it comes to gifting. Mm. But it's okay, I don't think all is lost. I don't think it's that men are now resigned to having terrible gifts for the rest (laughs) of their lives. I think that it's about finding those passion points. And I think it's about how do you turn those passion points into experiences. Mm. For me, my favorite gifts are things that I'll use all the time, but I'll never think to buy for myself. Like, for example, my wife got me this big, fluffy purple robe. And it's like so obnoxious and it's so bright <laughs> and it's so soft and I wear it every single day of my life. But and you would never have gone to bought it yourself. I, I, where do we even buy robes from? I don't know. You know? Uh, I shop online. I'm not going to just go to like robes.com and pick up the purple one. But this is my point about you when you <laughs> shop, you search for it. I yeah. search for a new pair of jeans. Mm. Whereas she probably searched either fluffy robes because she mm. was inspired by something or she just went browsing. I don't know where it came from, but I remember it showing up and being like, oh, you got a new robe. She's like, no, Eamon, that's yours. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, ooh, this is great. So why do you think it's so hard for men to articulate things that they want? I think it's in part because not conditioned to talk about sort of what they need and what makes them happy. Mm -hmm. I do think that's a big part of it. Um, And so as a result, it sort of expands from everything from, you know, healthcare and not talking about that all the way through down to the sort of the somewhat mundane or trivial things in life, mm. like a gift. So when I asked my husband that question of what was the best gift I ever got you, his response was our kids, which was very sweet. That's cheating. It was cheating. It was very sweet. <laughs> but it was the, the point was, is that he sort of didn't, he didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. I just think it feels a little crass to him. Mm. And I think that's true for for a lot of men, um, is that expressing that because it seems so trivial isn't isn't yeah. worth it. So one of our coworkers, yes. Danielle Hewitt, is stumped. So she and her two sisters love her they love their father so much, but they have no idea what to get him. Okay. Yeah, so so the biggest problem that they have was they don't get to spend too much time with him. They, okay. like, they live in New York, he lives somewhere else, and he's always traveling. I think my advice to them would be actually to lean into the distance. And what I mean by that is how do they gift him something that reminds him of them whilst they're apart? So whether that is photography, whether that is something that's a memento from a childhood memory or something like that. But I think that would be my first idea is how do you actually bridge that gap when they're apart? The other thing that clued me in when I was thinking was travel. He obviously travels a ton, I assume, because of work. So the other more functional thing would be what do you get him to make his travel that bit easier? Mm. Um whether that's, you know, a suitcase that charges his phone mm. or whether that's a one of these. Have you seen these crazy things that you can hang off the back of the seat, plane seat in front of you and you can like rest your legs on it? You're making me really want one of those suitcases that unfolds into a scooter. There you is know, such like, a thing? There's like a suitcase that you can pack your things in 
that you can also like ride on when you're in the airport. For grown-ups? <laughs> Here's one. It's called um, the rideable carry-on luggage. Yeah, get him one of these things. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, that's it. We solved the problem. We solved the problem. Danielle, get your dad a suitcase that he can ride on. After the break, we really try and solve this thing for the Hewitt sisters and also maybe for me and for you. Stick around. My dad has had this gold chain, like, you know, one of those, like, mm-hmm. little chains, and it's, like, he's had it forever, and it's been, like, twisted, and, like, da 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 so my mom got him a new one, and he was, like, I don't want a new one. <laughs> he's, like, I like the one I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's very, he's, like, very, it's, like, a combination of me, him being very superstitious and very, like, sentimental, but it's, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. I do think there was, there one year we, like, did well was I think it was a birthday gift and like our dad is like his first love is baseball and he used to like collect baseball cards Mm. as a kid and so we I I think we were like helping our grandparents move or something and we found all of like his old baseball cards no way so we like organized them and like put them in a I don't even think it was all of them because there were too many Um, but like we like put them in a binder and that was like the best gift I think we've done yeah but other than that it's been a lot of misses I think there was one time Kayla you bought him a tie do you remember that (laughs) (laughs) and he he, so he wore it because he coaches and so he wore it to a game and they lost and so he was like I Oh, Can't wear this tie again. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. no. Unfortunately. <laughs> oh, there was God. another year I got him a bow tie. And oh. he clearly did not want to wear it. And he was like, I don't know how to tie a bow tie. And then I learned how to tie a bow tie. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he still did not wear it. Oh, Which is God. like fair enough. It's not his look. Honestly. Listen, yeah, yeah, it's not his look. Okay. So we know for certain not to get him a tie. But the chain story can actually be really helpful. Do you have any like rules for people? Like, what are some things that they shouldn't be doing when they're thinking about buying a gift? Don't upgrade something Mm -hmm. that somebody loves because you don't like it. That's a bit like don't upgrade your partner's favorite sweater because you think it looks a bit flea-bitten. Because he loves it because it's (laughs) flea-bitten. Anyway, so there's definitely a don't in there. I think the do in there, which is around the baseball cards, which is related to the point I made earlier, is about, okay, so he's clearly passionate about baseball. We assume it's about baseball, not about collecting cards. Mm-hmm. Um, so the question is, is how can you sort of leap off of that and say, can you find, you know, tickets to a baseball game that you all go to? Or can you find, I'm sure there's baseball museums and you can do sort of behind the scenes tours of baseball museums or something like that. So how can you take that passion point around baseball and build an experience around that I don't know if he has a brother or he has, like, a best friend and does mm. he go to that with him and is that his gift? That's really interesting. My mind would have assumed, like, get him a new baseball bat. <laughs> I'm assuming Danielle is in her, you know, 20s, yeah. if not early 30s. <laughs> then maybe her dad is not actually going to go play baseball anymore but would really love, like, a day out with his daughters at a baseball game somewhere. Maybe they make a weekend of it. And I think that that's a lot of the way that gifting is evolving, is moving away from a sort of a physical product to how do you find the man or the woman in your life an experience and how is that experience that you get them connected to something that they are 
passionate about. That's really interesting. And that way, your sort of your runway is longer because you can probably think up more things.、Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that you're probably more likely to get him something that he gets really excited about. I think that's a problem for for wanting to buy things for most men because even when you go to a store as a guy and you you want to buy something, nothing's really marketed towards you, and if it is, it's really patronizing. Yeah, I was gonna say like. A lot of holiday gift guides for men are like the same five things that, like, I guess they're for men, but like most men aren't like, yeah, I like really want a shaving kit. Like, <laughs> they're like, I want these like whiskey stones or whiskey like stones. it's just like all like all of these very generically, vaguely, I guess male things that like don't make any sense and like. I guess someone would want that, but like it's that's they're all like not very sentimental、yeah. or like. They're all just so generic and so attached to this like vague idea of manliness that no、yeah. one actually embodies. That it's just like I don't know anyone who、yeah. wants whiskey stone. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I guess it's like men aren't supposed to be like enthusiastic about things that aren't like hard liquor,、mm. sports, timber, and,、like, chopping wood. Yeah, yeah. And, like outside. And、you、so know, yeah, I guess especially like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we used to do like grilling stuff. Grilling stuff was a big yeah. Big that was a big era in grilling. <laughs> They're all generic to to their point, and so honestly, they feel like either one of two things: sort of the lazy person's gift,、mm-hmm. or they're the gift for someone you don't know that well. So when we look and sort of talk about gifting research, we look at sort of the, what we call the inner circle, so the people that you do know really well. So your husband, your dad, your brother—hopefully, you know them pretty well—and、mm-hmm. then there's the sort of outer circle. Co-workers, a cousin,、mm. you know, maybe a relative you're estranged from. I don't know who it is, but still <laughs> obligated to buy gift for some, for some reason. Yeah, anyway,、yeah. so there's the inner circle and the outer circle, and I think the inner circle, those gift guides things are never going to work for because they do feel too generic.、Yeah. Um, and I think when you're shopping for the inner circle, as I said before, it's important to find you know the thing they're passionate about. Or if you can't find something unique and experiential, which seems like a loss of work to be doing, you know, yeah, yeah. multiple times in a year,、um, then how do you find sort of the brands they love? So you can still go to a traditional gifting category、um, like clothing, but then go find the brand they love. Go digging around in their closet for the brand they love, <laughs> because at least then、yeah. you're connecting with something that you know that they like and and going to be excited about. I then think that outer circle is where things like The whiskey stones, <laughs> frankly, come into play.、Yeah. Although whiskey stones, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I really even know what they are. I think they make your whiskey colder. I, I, think, I think it's like ice, but it doesn't melt. Oh, there we go. So it doesn't dilute your whiskey. That's right. <laughs> that makes sense. So I think those gift guides are really either, as I said, for the lazy person、mm-hmm. or for that outer circle. But I think in that case, whilst it feels worse to get someone a gift card, I think it's probably better. Yeah, because at least then they can go and spend that twenty, thirty dollars that you would have spent on whiskey stones on something that they actually need or want.、Mm. That's how I would think about the outer circle. So, because men are so bad at articulating what they want, do you have some tips for men on how to maybe think about when someone、want? says, "What do you want?" Yeah, how do you answer that? I don't think you answer actually with. The gift, but think about either say, well, it was 
this gift you got me was great. So point to something in the past that was great that might give them some clues. Or I would say um, point to something that you're you've seen, you're excited about. Maybe it's not um, a specific gift, but uh, I'm I'm really enjoying learning about wine. Make oh. this up, um, and so that person can have some clues about. They can buy you wine. They can get you a wine tasting class. They can take you to the Napa Valley That's and making sick. things up. That would be a good one, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because if you have to think about the specific thing, not only is that hard, but then you also think about the price point. And I think this is the other really hard part when someone says, what do you want? Depending on what your relationship with them is, automatically you go to the point of how much should I be prepared to ask for? Do you know how much are they prepared to pay or spend on me? And that gets very strange Mm. because that can feel presumptuous. So I would go to this was a great gift or, you know, some of the things that you're finding interesting to, you know, to learn about or experience right now. Yeah. That's perfect advice. Okay, good. Now I feel like I know how to answer that question. Somebody would be like... Yo, so what on. do you want for Christmas? Hmm. I'm really into audio right now. So I have, like, a new pair of headphones that I love. But I don't need headphones because I have them. But what about a subscription to Audible? Ooh. That, now we're talking. <laughs> there you go, you see? Mm-hmm. I, I get it now. You get it. That's pretty, that's a nifty trick. <laughs> oh, wait, can I change my answer? I changed my oh, answer. Oh, hang on a minute. Change my answer. Now you want to lead the witness. I'm, <laughs> I'm really into coffee these days. Oh, well, that's actually brilliant. Mm. Because then you're giving a whole field of things from different kinds of coffee makers to coffee beans to mm. a trip to Costa Rica yeah, to see them being grown. I'll go to Costa Rica. There you go. There's the spectrum of price <laughs> points too. Or if they're really cheap, then they'll just buy you a cappuccino. That's so easy. Or like one of those slow drip things. There's so many oh, gifts you can give. the slow drip thing is There's brilliant. There's so many. But you would never buy a slow drip for yourself, would no you? No way. But how fun on a Sunday morning to make slow drip coffee. That's perfect. Okay, good. All right, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to broadcast this far and wide, and we're going to solve this problem. For everybody. Men will suddenly know what they want as gifts. Thank goodness. Do you have, like, a better sense of what you want to get him now? I mean, something baseball-related... Actually, he really likes, like, remembering the times when we were smaller and, like, so maybe, like, a, a photo, maybe an album or, like, one of those little, like, fold-out, like, fo- picture frames with, like, us when we were little. I think that'd be good. This is this sounds like way too much work, but I'm thinking, like, the dream gift for this guy would be, like, baseball cards, but of the family. That'd be, yes, that would be a lot of work, but that'd be actually be very funny and he would actually very much enjoy that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really good. <laughs> If I have the time and the mental capacity, I might think about doing that. Thank you, Mickey. Thanks, Mickey. All right. <laughs> All right. Hello? Hello. We need, we need you to help Hello. share some of your gems so that people everywhere know how the hell you're supposed to shop for men. Like, how did you know? How did you know that I wanted a purple robe before I even knew that I wanted a purple robe? Uh, a purple robe, like a, a soft, 
you know, fuzzy purple robe is one of those things that you really don't know you want until you have it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think that makes, like, a really good gift, too, because it's, like, it's less, you can't really predict the purple robe. Sometimes I'll, like, see you wearing the purple robe, and I'll give you, like, that side eye, like, oh, you're really going to wear it right now, so I can't wear it? Well, see, and that also, I'm not going to lie, like, plays a part in, like, ah, this Truth comes out. <laughs> like, you ah. me. So you it was really me. a gift for yourself. I thought you would enjoy a purple robe, and I knew that I would also not mind having a soft, fuzzy purple robe in the house. <laughs> And that's the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please hit us with that good rating in your podcasting app. It's a free show, so come on. It's literally the least you could do. Also, we still need your help to figure out what we're talking about next. We're looking for folks who wouldn't mind coming on the show to explain how they too are a work in progress. So if you think that's you, call us at 805-626-8707. That's 805-MANUP07. Or you can email us at manup at slate.com. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed because we've got new shows every week and I'd hate for you to miss out. Man Up is hosted and written by me, Eamon Ismail. It's produced by Cameron Drews. Our editors are Jeffrey Bloomer and Lowen Liu. Gabriel Roth is the editorial director of Slate Podcasts, and June Thomas is the senior managing producer of Slate Podcasts. We'll be back next week with more Man Up. calling the lucky land hotline if you feel like you do the same thing every day press one if you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes press two we heard you loud and clear so go to luckylandslots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino style games for free get lucky today at luckylandslots.com available to players in the u.s excluding washington and michigan no purchase necessary vgw group void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply